Alright, so we're turning our attention this week back to Adam. Uh, it's been a while since we've had Sagoro around this season. I think we last saw you at the end of season one, or at the end of episode one. And since then, uh, I've been hanging out with the rest of the Ram Pack, and they're off doing stuff, uh, meeting a general, getting into a prison riot, you know, that fun jazz. So now we're going to stop and come back to you and see what Tagoro's been up to while they're hanging out in an underground dungeon. We are going to pick up shortly after the group left. It's been like a day or two. You now, Your party now consists of you, Feora, Edab, and Ramathorn. I forgot about Edab. Yeah, <laughs> you guys... I think if I remember correctly, you said something about adopting him now, since it's you and Feora. Yeah, I got and him one of those hats with a propeller on it. Okay, and you already have the pet. You have Sir Ramathorn. He has a hat, too, with a propeller on it. Of course he does. Why wouldn't he? So, yeah, um, we have that. Uh, you guys have been helping out around the remains of the Scar. Uh, helping with the fractured remnants of the Steel Thunder orcs. There's less than a hundred left. That's about a rough estimate you and Feyora have been able to gather. Um, there's her cousin Fatima who originally was like ready to throw hands with you guys when you first encountered her but after the cataclysm it was more of a recovery mode that her and her fellow scouts that you didn't kill went into. So you have uh, Fatima working alongside you guys, if not a little begrudgingly. And yeah, so I guess we'll go ahead and get started. So where would you like to begin? You want to have like a team meeting with Bayor? You just want to like jump in with something? What's what's Takoro got on the agenda? Uh, I mean, it's probably kind of listen to Fiora just because she's kind of the boss now. Alrighty. Uh, so she has been doing her best. She seems to come to you a lot as to like bouncing ideas and suggestions off of again like this isn't what she originally wanted coming back here and all of this but now it's just kind of all into her to do and uh yeah so why don't we jump in with a conversation between that you and her might have like later in the evening at your guys's wagon with Edab and Ramathorn. She's just gotten back from checking with, you know, the few scouts that she was able to assign. And you guys are sitting around. Who's cooking? Who's taking care of that? I guess, are you in charge of food now? Uh, um, who, who was taking care of it? Was that a thing? Well, I mean, usually it's Feyora, but she's been, you know, busy being in charge of stuff. Oh, I figured Tagoro just waited till she got off work and then had her cook. Oh, so like what we do. <laughs> he takes care of the other stuff, but he still is just like, when's food? Gotcha. All right. So, Feyora and Tagoro have a Cassie and Adam 
arrangement as far as dinner and, and stuff. Got it. So <laughs> you guys are sitting around the uh, campfire. She's finishing up, like preparing the the camp stew and whatever. And she seems pretty worn today. Um, earlier, uh, she she tells you as she's cooking that um, it sounds like what had been happening around the tribe and around the area before we all rolled up. Um, it looks like my father had recently come into a, a a skirmish against another smaller orc tribe and it was one of the orc tribes that have been well from what I gather and I don't want to get your hopes up but it might have been a, a tribe that your mom was a part of. So she kicked your dad's ass. Uh, well, she tried, but... No, no, the story... They're not here right now, so the story goes she kicked your dad's ass. <sighs> she Say it. her other fighters got defeated by my dad and were captured. She kicked your dad's ass. Just say it. Say it, please. I can't, Tagoro. That would be a lie. She, she lost. She tried to Just attack say Just say Dad's it. scouts, and they overpowered and killed her. You know, killed parts of her her tribe. Well, nope. part of her nope. war band. Nope. And that's how they got captured, and that's how your mom ended up here in the slave, the prison slave pens. Nope. He starts, like, cutting up vegetables really loudly so he can't hear this. He's like, nope. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she comes over and, and puts her hand over yours that's holding the knife. She's like, Toro, I, I really need you to listen to me. I'm not saying she's dead, but it's not looking like her chances of being alive are all that positive. Your chances of being alive are not positive. I'm just telling you what some of the scouts here have told me. What they saw. Some of them were part of the skirmish. So they saw firsthand this war band being led by a female orc. With Strong independent name. woman. Yeah, strong, independent woman. She had the same kind of blue eyes as you and lighter green skin like you. And they were attacking and trying to make their way. They were trying to attack and it sounded like they were trying to go for the slave pens to free prisoners. And they got defeated okay doesn't she prove was a, nothing it doesn't how does it not prove anything doesn't prove nothing it's listen you know what you're right it it doesn't prove anything maybe maybe 
I don't know. If you want, maybe we could, after things get settled here, we could go back to that witch lady back up in that swamp. Maybe she could do another magic whatever and try to find her for us, or we can wait till the others come back and go to the Raven Council. Maybe they can help better locate her. I don't... I'm just telling you what I know. She attacked. She was defeated. And... And... She was beat. She was alive, but she was a prisoner here. So say they. Okay. Alrighty. Eat up food. Eat up. Eat up. Ready for... For food, what, what, what did Tagoro make? Oh, I just chopped off these random vegetables. This was, oh. this was distraction. Ah, uh, god damn it! Alrighty, so Feora lets the matter drop for now while you guys settle in to to relax and eat for the night. Um, is there anything you want to do after? Uh, any further conversations or anything? Mm. Or is there anything you want to do on your own at the moment? Mm. I mean, there's really nothing to do in this wasteland. I mean, it is uh, a desert. Right. I mean, I guess the sleeper could awaken. That could happen. Wrong. Wrong fantasy setting. Are you sure? Yep. We could, we could try that. I I don't think that would go very well. Are you sure? Yep, I've already kind of written a lore, and it has nothing to do with Sleeper's Awakening, Dust. Ice. Nope, not even that. Hmm. All right. Hmm. Okay. So if there's nothing you want to do on your own afterwards or anything like that, we'll just jump to the following day. So the following day, everything seems to go as normal. And it's been about, let's see, about four or five days since your friends left. Um, so on the fifth day, you awaken to what sounds like a very loud crack off in the distance, almost like a lightning striking nearby. And it seems to wake everybody in the surrounding camp. But uh, Fiora quickly draws, you know, like grabs her, her great sword. And you see scouts already moving about. Like, seems like there's really high alert. Like, is this another attack like before? Are you guys getting, is like, is this place about to get hit with another giant lightning catastrophe? So you see people scrambling about. Fatima comes rushing over to you and Feora, and she says that just on the edge of the, uh, just, uh, the, sorry, just on the edge of, like, the perimeter you guys have set up, it appears that there are three figures approaching the tribe. And she's wanting to know what the two of you want to do. What do you mean, three figures? Did they come out of the lightning? Or yeah, what the there hell? was a right. There was a flash of lightning, and then my scouts saw three figures: a short person and two tallerish figures. And I don't know. They're about 
500 feet or so away from the perimeter? Like, do you want us to, like, shoot him down? What's the plan? Okay. Fatima, we talked about this, remember? We're doing good. We are doing good, but what if they're the ones responsible for what happened before? Fatima, Fatima, remember, we talked about this. Kill us. But if they can make, if they come out of lightning, what's that mean? They're magic. And what's that mean for you? I mean, I can shoot a bow faster than they can cast a spell. Are you sure about that? So, so what do you want us to do? How about we just don't shoot everything that comes out of lightning? That feels like a... Well, I mean, I see your point. This isn't the time for this. Uh, I'm gonna go investigate. <laughs> okay. Do you want Feora and Edab to come along, or are you doing this solo? <laughs> Uh, I mean, they can come along if they want. I'm not going to stop them. All right. So you and Edab and Feora and even Fatima follow along. You guys make your way through the encampment and you get to where the scouts are. They have like a row of arrows pointed towards these three figures. And it's just as she said, you see three people coming. One of them looks to be rather round and short and the other two seem to be tall they all appear to be wearing like travel cloaks and robes go ahead and make a history check well, I'm trying to D&D Beyond saying stupid sponsor us <laughs> they're never going to sponsor us with that attitude okay there it is Five. Oh god. Yeah, these guys look like strangers to you. Um Yeah, and they appear to be getting closer and closer. As they come into better view, you see the one in the middle, the shorter person, appears to be a dwarf with a long dark beard. Um and on either side of him he has a Half elf and a Nikogen. Uh, a half elf on one side and a Nikogen on the other, both dressed in uh, wizardly looking attire. So uh, soon they get into within like 20 or so feet of you, and the dwarf gives like this huge familiar smile and says in like a really deep, booming voice that you kind of remember recognize this guy seems a little bit familiar and he's like ah hey oi it's your Tagoro, right lad right it was Tagoro. hi stranger danger (laughs) no 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 it's all right we've met before i'm from the raven council uh you're the one the you have the axe. Remember, lad? Yes. Aye. And it's the lightning. It's I got... hold it up like he wants me to hit him with it. I'm like... No. Uh, mm, no. Not not that. Don't. Don't. Can <laughs> you? Question? So, God. <laughs> Going at him with the axe. All right. Oh, it's very slow. Like, I'm just doing, like, this 
like the slide side sh- uh, shuffle, like with my feet towards him. He, just kind of holding just, it out with him, like he just this? holds his hands up and he's like, "You came to the Raven Council, remember, lad? And you and your friends, they they took care of you all. Took care of Alt Retina, and you brought back the White. Or well, you still have the White Tower staff, I. But you also have the the Varkur Great Axe." Remember, it does the lightning and shit with all the purple and, and Oh, everything. yeah. Ah, yes. Kick, maybe kick a dragon's ass. Aye, that's right. You, you defeated Retna, and if I remember correctly... Oh, yeah, well, I'm sorry, two dragon's ass. Then. Ah. Aye, well, your friends, they came to the Raven Council a short while ago, and I offered to come here and help provide aid from the Raven Council, and I've brought two of my best students. Uh, this is Opan. He points to the half-elf, and then he points to the Nikogen, and this is Sharo. These are my two best students, and we are here to offer our assistance on behalf of the Council. How long has it been since friends left? It's been about five days. How'd they look? Is Manny, e- Manny eating enough? Which one was that? The short one. The little blonde one? Yes. I He looked fine, I believe. Uh, Rix and him were exchanging spells. Who the and fuck is Rix? Another member. You've met him, the little kobold lad who sits on the council with us. Bro, I don't know what I had for breakfast this morning. I'm not going to know names. <laughs> what about Garrus? Did you have enough candles? I cannot be sure. I know he and, and your friends did a bit, a quick bit of shopping around town, so perhaps? Rasheen, she's still creepy. Is that the last with the mask? Yeah. Aye, yes. She seems okay. quite alright. Okay. But anyways, we're here to help and here to investigate what exactly happened here. So, why don't we go find a place to sit? Because I'm famished, and this has been a lot of walking than what I'm used to. Okay. This is Fiora. My... <laughs> she gives an, a shy wave. We don't have labels yet. <laughs> I think. Hi. Something in the sky, the person named Adam doesn't remember if there's a label. Of course. Um... I mean, you this guys exchanged is... olive juice and whatnot. We're olive juicers. Yeah, that's it. We're <laughs> olive juicers. Um, this is Ramathorn, our son, firstborn. And then this is Edab, <laughs> our secondborn adopted. And I propel their propels. I flick it. The little. T- I'm like, oh, don't go take it off, boys. <laughs> Edab also gives a nervous chuckle and, and waves. And Fatima looks doubtfully. Are we just gonna let these dudes here? You know them? Fatima? Who kicked your ass last time? They got a free Nikogen running around with them. She needs a collar or whatever. I give the look to Fiora to slap her. <laughs> Fiora just pulls her aside and quickly talks to her in a very unapproving tone. The mom, the mom whisper. The mom, the big sister mom whisper, yeah. 
you see the Nico, she shifts uncomfortably where she's standing at being. She she looks nervous out of the three of them to be here, surrounded by all these orcs. Oh, hey, it's okay. Look, I'm technically the savage of the group, but yet somehow I'm the more cultured. <laughs> Racism. It's never makes... funny. Okay. I guess that makes me feel better. Okay. I don't remember your name already. So That's you okay. shall be known as... It's Sharo. Sharo. I've given you the name Sharo. Okay. I mean, that is my name. Nope. I've given it to you. I am Tagoro, giver of names. Alright. She looks questioningly up to, to the dwarf who just chuckles and just continues to follow you guys back to go and sit. Uh, Fiora and or Fatima gives a, a nod. You know, giving understand. them both names like Fiora and Fatima really gets confusing. Listen, I just, I didn't think about it when I was creating names. That's just how it happened. Obviously. Okay. Alright. Thank you for that. So, uh... Fatima goes and lets the scouts know that these three are cool and to see to the rest of the, the scouts and how things are going while you and the others head back to your little uh, wagon area so you can fill uh, the dwarf in with everything. Oh, and he reintroduces himself as Gindrim Arksnout. I shall call you Gindrim Arksnout. I mean, that's my name, lad. And I have given it to you. Okay. You're doing well, I can tell. Now then. Um, Fior is in charge, so I'm trying to stick to what little power I have left. And it is now name giver. Okay. Just go with it, please. Thank you. <laughs> she also Fior. cooks and makes financial decisions, so I don't have much right now. I didn't know I was in charge of the gold, too. This is a matter for us to discuss behind closed tent doors. Okay. Um. Right. So as you guys settle in, she points to the big giant, like, still frozen, petrified column of lightning, just like a few hundred feet behind you guys, by the near the uh, edge of uh, the canyon. So that destroyed all this. Um, it was magic, and neither Chikoro or I are good with that. So yeah, the most leads we got is that it was a wizard, dragon, um, maybe a wizard dragon hybrid, with dragon. Oh, whiz dragon. Whiz dragon, or I don't know. Maybe this was some weird like game shit. We don't know. Wait, what? What? Did you just drop squid games? What? Okay. Hi, and the the lads, your your friends, they said something about a a, a place under the canyons that you also found as well? We did. Oh yeah, where the uh, oh where I got my little present from? Yeah, it seems. You got to be a like... present? I didn't say that out loud. 
Oh, okay. Um. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah, it's like the ancestral home of like Miko Jin or something. Like the God Emperor was there or something. I don't know. Yeah, it was the Vine Dragon. Orcs were made of jade. That's cool. Uh huh. Right. Well, your friends gave a better, better description, but have you been back down there since? Oh, no, that's, uh, no, we have not, that I know of. Fiori shakes her head, no, I've, you know, told the scouts to keep people away from down there, because I didn't think it was safe, first off. Yeah, I mean, they have, like, a weird, like, yeah, no, it's just, it's best if we don't go down there. Hmm. Also, because most orcs won't go down there, because the whole us saying that orcs were actually made by Mikojin has some of the, you know, older generation scared that, you know, they enslaved Mikojin, and then now the whole world could be shifted back and being like, oh, well, were we really enslaved by Mikojins ourselves? And that has the old timers scared, so they're staying away from it. Understandable, I think. I, I know, right? The, the more. Go, Shifting go power. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I know the concern your friends expressed was more along the lines of this sort of news getting out to perhaps the dwarven and human kingdoms and this discovery being made known. Should we not supposed to tell people? In your friends told told the council, but there was still an uh, advi- uh, advice given of being careful about letting this news spread out until we understand more of what's going on. And then there's this whole, well, that lightning column. And none of you saw anything. Can't, um... You didn't see anything before the explosion happened yourself? No. Hmm. Well, that's alright. How about we go take a stroll over and get a better look at that that thing? He points to the, the petrified lightning. Okay. So, he, uh, he gets up after a bit and he and his students make their way are you going with them, or are you going to let them do their own investigation for a bit? Mm. Your choice. I'm going to let them do their own investigation. I got to go make sure my egg is okay. We'll be right back with the rest of the episode after a quick break. Greetings, adventurers. It's your community innkeeper, Wander, here to talk about our sponsors. First off is our longtime friends over at Awesome Dice. They've got you covered for all your dice and dice accessory needs, from metal and gemstone to their specialty dice. You can easily find the right set to give you the advantage on your next game session. Make sure to visit AwesomeDice.com to use the special discount code ADVANTAGE10 to get 10% off your next purchase. Add some more dice to your collection with Awesome Dice today and gain the advantage in all your roles. Next up are our other long-term friends from Elderwood Academy. 
They have all you need to add to your D&D gaming experience. They create these beautiful hex chests, dice boxes, dice trays, and towers, and many more unique products in their store, including their catapults. You can find all their epic accessories and more at elderwoodacademy.com. Go check them out and look at all their great products. Get your dice catapult today and let them know we sent you. Lastly, we want to thank our awesome patrons for their support of the show. Thank you, Not That Chris Brown. I'm Fantastic, Kyle and P.T. Brown. Your support helps us make the show and brings more shenanigans and fun to you. If you want to get in on the extra advantage, check out our three tiers on Patreon for all the exclusive perks to the show, including early episode releases and our bonus campaign, The Repscallions, starring me, featuring a new group of adventurers still starring me. And don't forget to check us out all over social media like Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. Looking us up at Party Advantage. As always, make sure to hit that subscribe button so you stay up to date with all our latest episodes and announcements. Lastly, don't forget to check out our website, PartyAdvantagePod.com. You'll find all our seasons and bonus episodes and check out all our content there as well. And with that all wrapped up, let's get back to the show. Or you can go check on that. Yeah, I haven't checked on it today, so I'm going to go pull it out of my bag and go check on it. Alrighty. Um, let's see. High or low, Adam? Hi. Alright, so are you checking on this by yourself? Like, is it just you and the egg in the back of the wagon? I figure maybe Edab's there. Edab's with you? Okay, so the two of you are huddled over your bag and you pull it out. And as soon as you do... It almost jumps in your hand. <laughs> <laughs> Don't know what that sound was. <laughs> he dabs just like, oh, we, it, we should smash it. I backhand him. <laughs> what might of Goro hit he dab? Why would we break it? It might attack you. I might attack you. <laughs> Dad got scared. Okay. Um, this is also your new brother or sister, so stop it. Okay. Stop trying to be jealous and stop trying not to be the middle child. It's gonna he, happen. Dad wasn't jealous. Dad was scared. Usually, when big eggs hatch, mean lizards come out. Yeah. Or chickens. Yeah, but those eggs are little. Maybe this is just a big chicken. Mm. Was that DM or EDAB? <laughs> that was EDAB. Oh. Yeah, I do my daily rating of uh, doing the skin on skin contacts. He, he read he heard read about that in a book. I didn't. I thought. I thought. Tagoro couldn't read. He didn't. He then, can't. But. But he read about it. Oh God! Oh, all right. He does his skin on skin contact for the day. So. Um. The the only thing is, is as you go and pick it up and hold it in your hands, 
it it jumps again and you hear what sounds like tapping coming from in from inside of it back at it morse code hello there's a louder tap and uh this time the tap rings you hear a crack in the egg <gasps> come on come on <laughs> you see edab has his uh his spear gripped I in his. I look like I would kill him. <laughs> I tell him to go bring his brother in here. Wait, how are you going to fit Ramathorn into the back of a wagon? He's not. His just head's going to pop pop in. Oh, okay. Uh, Edab clambers out as the egg continues to tap for a bit more, and soon he climbs back in and and. Ramathorn sticks his big head in and lets out a loud bleat. Mm-hmm. Is your brother or sister coming? <laughs> and I start doing the John Hammond dress part. That's it. Come on, little one. Come on. So, uh, God. So after a few more minutes of this, uh, there's a bit more tapping, and you see what looks like a tiny little snout. Out, and it looks to be like a jadish green. <gasps> Is it an orky? I don't. Wait, no. <laughs> Hang on. Orcs aren't born like that. <laughs> don't come out of. Gar doesn't know that. He's not okay. made of jade. It looks like a jade. So there. Oh my god. Is it an orky? <laughs> oh no. So, Jesus. So you hear what sounds like a small little like chirping like and there's a bit more uh, tapping uh, the snout. Sigoro has to let it do itself because Sigoro learned from uh, people that you can't break open an egg or a cocoon without killing anything. So he, cool. it has to do it. It's part of life. So you see the snout retreat back inside the egg and after a moment you see a tiny little paw stick up. <laughs> and it looks to be like soft and green. Again, like that shimmery jade. And you hear like a little bit of, of tiny growling and uh, huffing as this thing bit by bit pulls apart uh, a larger opening. And you see a set of really bright blue eyes. Oh my god, the... it is my son. Oh my god. And eventually, there's a large enough hole that you see this poking oh. its head uh, up out of the egg. Oh my god, it's beautiful. So you see this tiny creature. You're not quite sure what it is, but it has really soft fur and these long pointed ears and almost like a um, a tiny snout. It's got like these brighter, lighter green flecks around its eyes and you see these two tiny horns and like a really long mane that runs from the back of its ears all the way down to the tip of its tail to like this fluff. And it lets out another and looks up at you and blinks. Oh my god. Papa. I'm your papa. <laughs> Etab just looks at it. Do we eat it? I backhand him again. 
<laughs> he whimpers and quiets down as the the little creature pulls itself further out of the egg and looks around. It looks like it could be held in both your hands. It's like the size of a small cat. <laughs> what just happened? <laughs> I'm just like, oh my god, it's the most beautiful thing ever. And it kind of like brings its tiny paws up and rubs at its face, you know, like a, a cat would to clean itself. And what? then you go ahead. No, what? Then you see like these almost like uh, the the scaly parts on it uh, that are, you know, like along with the fur. It seems to like pulse and glow. And then these like translucent shimmers kind of surround it as it floats up out of the egg and lands right in your paw in your in your hands. Okay. Yeah. Looks up at you and tilts its head and gives another purr. Uh, first off, I'm also going to take uh, the shell. Uh huh. And keep that because I know some. I know Tagore knows that some magic asshole will pay so much money for this. Wow. So he's either going to extort the dwarf or Manny, one of the two. Oh, okay. Well, Manny's on your team, so. He has three kids to provide for. Oh my god. Jesus Christ. How many does Manny have? None. Well, I mean, he's got, you know, his familiar. Who Kel. dies like every two seconds. <laughs> Listen, Manny has Kel. Yeah, cautionary tale. Now, what to do with your familiars? Jesus Christ. Oh my god. So, Wait, do I have a familiar? I mean, you have a weird, a little furry creature. Yeah. No, but Tagore is kind of wondering if this is maybe out of his element. So, what do you do? Oh, uh, he's wondering if he should bring in other people in on this. Alright, so what are you going to do? Just hide him in your book bag? No, he's going to do like the typical, like it's going to. Well. He puts it, like, inside of his pocket so that, you know, it's there. Okay, yeah. so are you are you hiding this bulge in your pocket in any way? Yeah. Oh, God. How? I don't know. All right. So You know what? I just tell you to go get Flora. Tell her okay. that this is not DEFCON 5, but at least a 3. Edab doesn't know what any of that means, but he still goes and gets Fiora. Uh, after a moment, she comes back and leans over the, the wagon with everything. Edab said something about deaf, deaf people? Deaf people, deaf people, four or three. Okay, uh, what? I don't. What's that mean? Was she with us in the underground thing? No, she wasn't. Oh, it was just yeah, it was just you guys and the party. So it was just like you, Manny, Garrus, and Rasheen. I retell what happened down there. And how you snatched an egg from a dead woman's sarcophagus. Sarcophagus, yes. Yeah. Not and, my proudest moment. And you've been hiding this from me? What about your cigarette you have every night? 
You don't smoke, Takoro. I uh -huh. don't even drink. Uh-huh. I was kind of hoping I could catch you with that, but... Yeah, not a thing. Damn it, not a thing. Okay. Um, but you're not cheating on me, are you? No. Damn it, I kind of... Part of me wish that you were, so I could hold that against you. Takoro! Um, what? Okay, um, but yeah, so... But you looted from a Nikogen Empress. We got the fucking Raven Council dude here. Yeah, and it was an egg. That was alive. Don't leave a live egg somewhere. It the, looks oh. like it's been alive there for a few hundred years. Yeah, and look now. And I hold up the baby. <laughs> She's just like, God damn it, it's cute. He thrived with me. What? Wait, is it a... I try to look at the genitals. Do oh I see... Oh my god. Do I see berries or... You do not see any indicating parts. She thrived with me. Oh my god. <laughs> so what do we do? Do we need to go and talk to the wizard guy? I mean, the only reason why I'm telling people is this because I kind of remember that there was something, if I remember, there's something called a jade dragon. Yeah. I looks down at the thing. Wait. Looks she, back. She leans in closer and she climbs into the wagon and she pulls like the, the collar of your strap towards her. Are you saying we have a fucking baby dragon on our hand? I know. I really, I, I think we're just gonna have to train your dragon this. I think, I think this is gonna happen. I don't know what that means, Tomorrow. Oh, God damn it! Why do I know these things? <laughs> I don't know. Um, I just, I feel like they're gonna be douchebags if we surprise them with it. And let's face it, if it is a baby dragon, you know shenanigans are gonna ensure where it's gonna like grow up like super fast or. I don't know. We don't have the others here with us right now to help us to deal with this. What are we going to do with a fucking baby green dragon? Uh, it would be one, not a green dragon. It'd be jade. There's difference. Oh my Two, god. Two. Different shades of the same color. Well, green's just a color. Jade's oh my god. stone. Oh my god. That's not so. the point. Um, if you also remember, we're made from jade, so kind of like maybe our papa or mama. God. Oh my god, what, this is our mama. This, I don't think that's how it works, Tagoro. You Do you just, know, though? You just I don't told know nothing me about how, magic. What yeah, do you know? You, listen, I just know what you told me is that two Nikogen rulers from long ago, like one of them killed herself to bring some jade people that were us alive. Yeah, she was really the best. Oh my god. You know, maybe they won't notice. Maybe, they, you know what, let's do that. Let's see if they even notice and they won't bring it up then. What are we gonna do with him? Keep him under a bag or something? No, let's, I figure he's just like, she's hanging out on my like neck. It's the size of a cat, what do you mean? I'm a big person. Huh? I'm just holding it, there. Okay, so when they ask what you're holding, what are you gonna say? Um, what do you think I should say? Oh my god. I don't know. S Tell them the truth or that you stole and it hatched and... Technically I didn't steal. Technically you did. Um, no, it was a living thing in a dead place. I liberated it. 
Sigoro the Liberator. Sigoro. <laughs> what? We have to be honest with them. I'm not, not being honest. I'm just saying. I think it was gonna hatch this soon. I was still caring for it. Man, I'm a great dad. Oh my god. Ramathorn gives a fleet agreement with you. See? They're thriving. Oh my god. As like Edab's like picking at a stone and sniffing it and like tasting it. I'm like, oh no, no, put that down. Put that down. <laughs> Alright. What do you want to do with this when they get back? Mm. Are we telling them? Are we not telling them? Let's first find out what they know about jade dragons. Okay. And we'll and decide and kind of kind of go from like how they act. If they're like, oh, kill them on sight, won't say anything. But if okay. they're like, oh, super cool, then we'll say something. Slash, I also have something that I can they can buy from me, and it's gonna be a lot of money. Not this, uh, the dragon egg shell. Okay. They're wizards. They probably like crush it up and snort it and have like boners or something. I don't know. Uh, tomorrow you forget that dragons, except for the ones we've encountered, don't readily exist. Yeah, that's the thing that I think we need to reevaluate is that supposedly dragons are gone and we've already met two of them and then now three. So, and mind you, a span of like what, a month? Uh, Almost a half a year. Well, actually, okay. almost half a year. year. Half a year. Okay, half a year just for us. You know how dumb we are. I think people are just really, really dumber than we are, not noticing dragons. Or we have really bad luck running into dragons that shouldn't be ran into. Or there are more dragons than we say. Slap bet. Slap what? What the hell's a slap bet? Kiss bet. Kiss bet. We find another dragon. You have to kiss me on the lips. I mean, we've Eyes kissed, open. We've kissed, anyways. Eyes open. Oh, okay. Okay. And if I win, I kiss you. Eyes open. Oh, you know what? Sure. Okay. Okay. So until then, are we keeping this thing here inside the wagon? I just feel like shenanigans are going to happen if that happens. You know what? I'll let you take the lead on how we're dealing with this when they return. Okay. Alright. What's for dinner? Oh my god, probably what we've been having. Camp food. Okay. Do you have any other suggestions? I mean, it's just the birth of our third child. I figured we could have, you know, a little bit of something, but whatever. Plus, we have guests, so I figured we could have you know some what? sort of... I'll send the scouts to see if they can find uh, a, a small... Uh, or some some lizards or something. How's that sound? Hooray! Oh, it's, the gonna... desert. it's the desert, Tagoro. It's not like, you know... we. Yeah, can and we're going to serve lizard, and I put the, my hands around the dragon's ear, so it's like your mouse. <laughs> we're going to serve lizard to our third daughter, who is... A half lizard. The, the tiny paws come up to either side of its ears where your hands are over it and it's like batting at your hands. Uh-huh. I undo it. I'm just, you know, I stop. It's like, see? <laughs> it's like serving children to you. 
Oh my god. Alright. Listen, I'll send the scouts out. But you also have to remember, we have a whole encampment of people who are hungry for food too, so we'll do well, the best maybe, we can. Maybe magic people can help with that. I mean, they're supposed to be providing aid, right? Yeah. See if they have, like, a feast in their pocket. I heard that Manny say that once. Okay. Yeah. See if they have something like that. They can pay for dinner, and then we surprise a child on them. Oh my god, I think this is a terrible idea, but alright. Why are you this way? I'm not what? anywhere. I just what, feel just... love in your heart? I have nothing but love in my heart. I just... Uh, I don't know. I start I doing like... that with my fingers that... The, the what? Like, when you, like, you know, you move your fingers fast, back and forth, and you're doing this. Okay. Like, you know, with a cat, I'm doing it with the dragon. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. The, the dragon paws at you and grabs your, like, it clutches your finger and pulls it towards its mouth and gives, like, a small, sharp bite. Oh, so cute. <laughs> All right, I'll let you know when those guys come back. Um, okay. Stay in here with the dragon, cat, whatever it is. Yeah. Um. Can you pass me a bottle of milk? I I don't. We don't have milk, Tagoro. Did we milk Ramathorn? Ramathorn's a dude. That's the wrong kind of milking. Dudes have nipples. That's not how animals work in any way. What do we give babies? Well, the remaining women out there who do have babies, breastfeed them. It's gonna be awkward, isn't it? Are you gonna ask me to go out there and see who would like to breastfeed a little baby dragon thing? Well, I was hoping they wouldn't breastfeed it because they're gonna lose a nipple. Oh my god, Tagoro! I hold up my bloody finger, it's like severely bleeding, I'm like, <laughs> she is a biter. It like lets out this little like growling, like I'll let you figure out what to feed it, Tagoro. Oh, cool, 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 cool. All right, <laughs> all right. I'll let you know when those guys get back. Okay. So, <laughs> what what are you doing now? Um, I'm grabbing any sort of food I can okay. find, and then like making a like a line of stuff to see what it goes to. Okay, give me, like, three items that you've pulled out from, like, around your guys' tent wagon area. I'm sure there's probably, like, some dried meat. Okay. Um, probably some root that you find in the desert. Okay. And I'm guessing there's maybe... Um, I don't know, like, cactus root? Okay, so like some dried meat, some local vegetable root, and then like a, a cactus root. Alrighty. So you set those out. If you're on the floor of the wagon and you set the little guy down, gal down. Mm hmm. <laughs> so are you coaxing her or, or what? Yeah, I'm just kind of seeing what she goes to, almost like. Come on. So the little baby. Uh, crawls forward and you see its nose like twitching as it sniffs the air. It takes a sniff over the meat and kind of like gives a, a makes like a little huff 
a disgruntled huff, and then it looks to the uh, the root and kind of licks at it, but then like makes this little sound. And then it goes up to the fruit and you see it pick it up and sniff at it some more. And you see it start kind of like taking tiny bites from it. Okay. Okay. This is going better. I was, I thought the day was going to end with me going to ask a orc woman for breast milk. So. <laughs> All right. So you see it, it take a, it, it start eating hungrily down on the, the cactus fruit, uh, making these little like messy sounding munching sounds. And you hear outside uh, the booming voice of the dwarf as he makes his return and you hear Tagor, or not Tagoro, uh, Feora, like greet and talk to him and kind of do small talk. And uh, she's just like, yeah, uh, I know Tagoro. And I, while you were away, came up with a few questions we wanted to ask. He's just inside the tent or the wagon right now, taking care of a few things. So once it gets out here, I mean, maybe you can, we can sit down and talk again. And as she's saying all this, uh, you see the, the fruit is completely gone. And the little dragon starts like cleaning its face again. It's okay. Eat up. Not sure about this little one. It doesn't eat meat, so why are you scared? I don't know. If it's a dragon like those dragons we have met, what if it hurts us? Then it's better to have it as a baby so it doesn't hurt us. Maybe. I'm just saying, do you want to be skittish around it, or do you want to be friendly around it so that when it grows up, it remembers that you're friendly? Well... Roshin was friendly to me, and I'm nice. Okay. Are you just flexing on me about Roshin now? God, I cannot get away of how perfect she is. <laughs> Jesus Christ. He, uh, he gives, like, a, a nervous chuckle, and all of a sudden, between the two of you, you hear, like, this, like, bleh, bleh, bleh. Oh, God. Oh, God. Is it getting sick? You look down at the little dragon, and it looks like it's, you know, like a cat retching. Oh, I pick it up, and I'm hold, I'm, hold, I'm going to go out inside the tank. I want to be inside the tent, or the wagon. That's gross. <laughs> All no, right. No, 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 no. As you pick it up no, 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 no. and go outside the tent, you find Fiora there with the dwarf, and they're talking, and they both look to you as they see this tiny creature in your hands. Yeah. Like, Still making yeah. these sounds, and Pior's like, What the hell, Tagoro? I tried feeding it, it ate the cactus fruit, and now it's getting sick. I need booby milk. <laughs> As you say that, it gives one final, like, and then you see, like, this, this, like, sloppy, mushy gush of, like, the cactus fruit regurgitate and, like, plop down onto your feet. Just, I am glad I did not get in the wagon. Uh, Gindrum looks at you and he looks at the creature and looks at you again. What the bloody hell is that thing? Uh, all good things come to those soon. Do you have any milk? What? Do you have milk? 
I, I can cast create food and water. Oh my god. I did not want to have to act bad or midwives for booby milk. He and the others blink at you as this thing just like lets out another like look and tilts its head back to look up at you. I know. Its little tail swishing back and forth happily. This is our new child. I don't have a name yet. Uh-huh. I know. Giver of names doesn't have a name yet. That's so weird, right? Um, kind of just hatched recently. Uh-huh. It may have been in the possession of... What was it? The Nikogen Empress? The, the Jade Empress. The Jade Empress's tomb. Uh-huh. Huh? But it was a live egg. You can't leave a live egg with dead things. That's not how it works. Girl, that's not the point. Who says that? Fiora. So I took the egg, and now this is hatched, and it is my daughter. Well, uh, Indrum still blinks in confusion, and he points to it, and then points to you. Are you telling me, lad? That that that's a dragon? Yeah, I think it's a jade dragon. Booby milk? Oh my god, the forge's tits, lad. This was unexpected. I mean, you really can't expect anything with me. <laughs> expect the unexpected, right? Fiora just like groans and shakes her head and uh, again, the, the little dragon thing wags its tail and lets out another brrrr. And with that, we'll end it there. As the scene ends, you see me pull out <laughs> another hat with a propeller and slowly put it on its head. <laughs> doing that shy, like, side look to Fiora with, like, an eh? No. Eh? No. Eh? Stop it. And then, in scene. Thanks for joining us for the Arius Adventures here on Party Advantage. Come join our community over on our Discord channel and hang out with the cast and fellow fans of the show by following the link in the episode description. You can also find us on our very own website, www.partyadvantagepod.com, where you can find updates for special announcements and events. You can also find us on Facebook and Twitter using at Party Advantage for fun posts and episode updates. Lastly, don't forget to hit that subscribe button so you stay current with all of our episodes on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Come back in two weeks for more Aries adventures as the Ram Pack continues their journey. Will the party find the advantage on their next encounter? Only one way to find out. See you then.